Welcome to Just an Andrew Didn't Tell Podcast. Well, well, welcome into Just an Average NFL Podcast. I am your host, Daniel Hayes, with Matt Baker. That's me. You can find us at avgnflpod.com. You can go in there and click on the buttons, take you to our social media, take you to where our podcasts are on Apple, Spotify, and just about anywhere else you can get one. Go give us a like, follow, subscribe, go out there and do that thing, be thanging. Exactly. Well, it's been an interesting first week of the fantasy playoffs we've lost more players this week to injury we are uh we had some some just abysmal performances that have hurt and uh i don't know how are you faring thus far mr baker um i mean as to be expected for an average fantasy player i uh i want to say i went in with just two buys that guarantees me to the next round in two of my leagues yeah and then i got one actual win and one possible win so i mean (laughs) it's i I caught the wrong side of some of these big weeks for these players and i also got the right side of them but yeah it didn't it didn't even out for me in a lot of my leagues so i mean a couple of them i didn't deserve to be in the playoffs to be honest i just lucked into it so i'm not really mad yeah but I am upset about a couple because my teams did really yeah. well. They just didn't do well enough. I mean, and it well, it, I, it happened. I got three that I was on a buy on, so I'm, I feel good about those, obviously. But uh, I think I had seven. May I think it was either seven or eight. I think it was seven, aside from the three, or no, it was eight because there was twelve total. Yeah, it was eight, and I'm gonna probably get. I'm probably gonna. St- Okay, I'm real, looking real good in four of the eight. Oh, that's good. I still have a chance in all of them. But there's some, one I'm against you, that I need some <laughs> really, really – I need Bobby Wagner to go out there and, and, and score about 32 points or so or whatever it is. That yeah, I it's, it's something <laughs> – Now, the way our league scoring is set up, it's not impossible. He's scored over 30, I think, three times in our in that league. Yes, yes, he so, has. And he scored, like, in the high 20s. So, it's it's – He's uh he's done it. I don't expect it though, because uh, that's all I have. Yeah. You you've played all your players and you're beating me by I think thirty something. And then there's a couple. There's one league that if Jalen Hurts goes out there and goes nuclear, gets like thirty five, I win. Which so, is it's, yeah could be easy. Oh yeah, that's what Hurts. depending that's on how it. he feels with him battling that illness, whatever. Yeah, exactly. Um, but there but there's another league where. I'm playing against Jalen Hurts, and then if he goes nuclear, I'll lose. Yeah. So that's just you know it you is what it is. You can't pick and choose your battles. You <laughs> no, just gotta no. hope and wish, and that's what yeah. I was. I was excited. But hey, it's look. I, I'm just happy because last year after this week, I had no teams left. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, and, I take that back. I won two. Uh, I shouldn't say that. Yeah, I won two dynasty won, championships. Yeah, two last championships year. last last year. But it just feels like I didn't have anything. I, maybe I'm just being <laughs> fucking greedy now. You just want more because yeah. you're more playful. Yeah. I mean, look. I should it, win more. Those numbers all sound great that I'm going to potentially be still in seven playoffs. But you got to understand, I started the season with like 28 teams. Yeah. Now a lot of some of those are rebuilds, but there's a few that I've I've been knocked out of more than eight. So yeah, <laughs> the odds are just in my favors <laughs> it, it may sound good. like i'm above average but actually i'm probably a below average <laughs> based off the amount of teams i was playing um 
But either way, I, I, it's still good to be in the mix, and, and I, it is enjoyable. And uh, we'll talk some about some of the players that uh, helped and hurt us going into this week. Before we get into that, though, we're going to hit some news. So, uh, Zach Wilson, uh, let's see. Trash Tre- can. Trevor, well, yeah. Well, his, uh, look, I, let me just say this. Zach Wilson is a horrendous quarterback, okay? Yes. But as bad a quarterback as he is, his entire O-line is a hundred times worse at their job yeah. than he is at their his job. He's like he's like a shitty manager of a McDonald's, right? <laughs> he comes in every day and he's the manager, but he didn't get to hire the employees and and they gave this shitty manager this just dumpster fire crew. And then they're like, "Here, not only are you a dumpster fire manager, we're going to give you a crew that's worse." He actually looks good in comparison to his crew. <laughs> <laughs> and uh it's so uh, that he's uh it, that the Jets are abysmal. Their whole it's, situation yeah, is it's, abysmal. It's a bad. Somebody's going to have to get fired after this season. Yeah. Um. Because that I, I don't know. Even if if um, I mean with that defense maybe, but I don't know if Aaron Rodgers stayed healthy all season. I, Aaron Rodgers would have been way better. Don't get me wrong. Oh yes, 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 definitely. But true. a lot of teams didn't keep pushing against the Jets because they didn't have to. Yeah. They played more conservative, so we don't really know if they were a team that could have actually been out there and competed how hard people would have pushed and they may have still lost the games they're, they're losing type deal. You know what I'm saying? How, however it would have been. Because their offensive line and their run game is doo-doo. If you get somebody out there that could throw the ball, you know, yeah. a, little better, a little more accuracy. Yeah, maybe call the right protection. Help call the right protections. I mean, somebody, you know, it, I guess if you have the threat a, of a pass game, maybe the run game the opens run game up a little, better, a little bit better. A little bit better. I, mean, yeah. I, mean, I don't know. Beginning of the season, Brees Hall was money. I mean, yeah. and, and then it's just tapered off as their as their pass game is just yeah. completely went out the window. It's gone. It, 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 it does not exist. Exactly. Every I mean, team right now, they're not even worried about the run. They're just they're playing the Jets. Like you know, one of the worst things for a um, a team is if they get down in a game and they have to pass every time because mm-hmm. it just helps the defense. They don't even have to worry about the run; they just yeah, pin exactly. their ears back and rush the quarterback. Well, they're doing that anyway. Yep. And they're like, you can go ahead and try to run it because this this O line's so bad. We don't. We can. Yeah, we can play we'll the pass the, and still stop the and run. Still be able to stop the run. <laughs> so, yeah. But uh, yeah, so he's in the concussion protocol. The uh, Robert Sala said. Sala, Sally, Sala, Sala, Sala. There it is. Sala. Robert Sala said that if uh, Zach Wilson clears concussion protocol, he will play. Well, yeah, <laughs> because what if we've learned anything about the Jets? We've learned that as bad as as the quarterbacks are on their team, he's the best one. They just get worse once they yeah. get past him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's, he's the best one that they currently have that's healthy. So, um, oh shoot, Geno's playing. Nice. Yep, Gino's playing, or you know, he's just changed to healthy, and so Jalen Hurts also to healthy. So, but um, yeah, so he's out. Trevor Lawrence is in the concussion protocol as well, so that's something to monitor. There, uh, that came out after the game. Um, don't know what's going on with Washington. Don't know if Sam Howell's going to start or if uh, Jim Kobe Brissett's going to start. Uh, Will Levis dealing with a sprained ankle. Uh, I don't know if it's a high ankle or whatever, but I feel like Levis is going to play. Um, he's a trooper. He, he came is back a, in after look, that. He's I mean, weird as fuck, and uh, he's, he's kind of I don't know goofy. It, I don't know if goofy's. I don't know. He, there's something off about the kid, but he's he's also the type that you could chop his leg off, and he's gonna be like, just put some just, yeah tape on it. On I gotta it, play. Rub some dirt on <laughs> yeah, it. I gotta go play. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, Trubisky got benched. Imagine that. Rudolph to start. So hey, 
Good news is the streak's still intact. No pick sixy. Yeah, no pick sixy for for Risky Trubisky. Uh, let's see. Taylor Heineke might start for the Falcons after they went and had that barn burner against the Panthers and gave up gave the Panthers their second win of the season. Yeah, it's. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> both won by a field goal. By my yeah, my, it's y'all got a damn good kicker. <laughs> yeah, oh, our kicker <laughs> under money. pressure anyway. Our kicker yeah. is money. Uh, Nick Mullins, uh, will uh, will start at least one more game for the Vikings. So um, let's see uh, some some guys that were out this week. Oh, Keaton Mitchell for uh, the Ravens tore his ACL, uh, so he's out for the season. So that you know we're we're looking. Um, also, Jamar Chase dealing with something most likely to be out this week, at least a week. Uh, so I think it's a shoulder. Um, like what is that? The the AC joint or whatever in the shoulder. Yeah. But from what from reports coming out, it's it's pretty like he couldn't get the MRI done because he was in too much pain. Oh wow. Yeah. So I don't expect Jamar Chase to be playing this week at least. But. Uh, hoping to come back. Pacheco's expected to be back for week 16, so that'll be good to get him back. Boo, I need more McKinnon. I need one more week of McKinnon. <laughs> no, I need Pacheco. <laughs> um, one more McKinnon week. Well, let's just let McKinnon throw the touchdown pass to Pacheco. I'll, I'll do it. That yeah, too. that's fine. I'll take that. Uh, Zach Moss, hopeful to play. He's also dealing with a shoulder issue. Uh, let's see. Do, do, do. Tutu Atwell expected to be back thir- for the Thursday night game. He was dealing with a concussion, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's see. Let's, uh, Chris Olave is also dealing with an ankle issue. Uh, yeah, which came out kind of late last week and kind of just, oh, yeah. no, now he's not playing. And he, and, and, and on the, the if, if they would have practiced today report, he would have been he would have not been there. So, yeah, he's still dealing with that. So something you definitely want to keep monitoring there. So anything else you can think of right off the top of your head? No. I was going to say that 2-2 Atwell coming back is going to hurt Cooper Cup owners. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, that's or, fine. Or least, I, I, none of the teams yeah. I had cup on are still alive, so I don't give a shit. <laughs> or at least the Demarcus Robinson owners, yeah. definitely. But yeah. yeah, no, that uh, Demarcus Robinson helped get me a win this week. It just seems like two two out, and all of a sudden Cup opened up, and Demarcus Robinson opened yeah. up, and I don't know what. It probably has nothing to do with the other, but it's just weird. Like the last few weeks with two two being no, out. No, I don't think it's so much Cup's as that. Opened up. I think it's that that offense is starting to click. I think it's Kyron Williams coming back and it's definitely, and, yeah, it's and, definitely and putting less pressure on the pass game and allowing you know when you've got that run game where you, you're sitting there. Yeah, that was Kyron uh, Keaton Mitchell. Yeah, <laughs> but when your when your offense is. On schedule or ahead of schedule, meaning that they on schedule is like you got ten yards to get a first down. So yeah. to be above schedule or on schedule is around three three and a half yards on a play. Above schedule would be anything above that. And so if you have a running back who's getting five six yards and getting you above schedule where you're in second and fours and all that, it also gives the offense in, in more options. So if you're not in second and longs, third and longs where everybody knows you're going to pass, mm-hmm. then the defense has to stay honest. Yada yada yada. And so I think this offense is clicking with with uh, Kyron Williams coming back and and keeping them you know more of a uh, balanced offense. And Kyron Williams is an absolute fucking animal. Yes, that is, he is. He has been. Yeah, he has yeah. been that guy. Everybody keeps saying, that. I don't know, he was such a late-round draft pick, I don't know if he's going to be the starter. And I'm going to tell you right now, Kyron Williams keeps playing the way he's playing. He is locked in for a starter for the Rams for the next couple seasons. Yeah. Uh, I mean – If he plays half as good as he's doing right yeah. now, he's going to be their starter. That, I, mean, I mean, the dude is a legit – he's not like a, like a flash-in-the-pan back. You watch this guy play football – 
he is legit. And and like I've said this before, this is the reason I tried to stay uh, on him when we used to have our dynasty when we did our dynasty segments and podcasts earlier in the last couple seasons. When Kyron Williams is coming out of college, the, the year that he came out, I think in 2022, 2021, yeah, when he was coming out, yeah. he was a top four. Uh, he came out in the same draft as, um, oh, my God, Najee. He came out in that draft. Mm-hmm. And and so I think Najee was considered the top prospect that year. Um, but I know that Kyron Williams, before the combine – they were like, this dude could be one of the top two, three, maybe four running backs this season. And then he just shit the bed at the combine. Yeah, he ran yeah. like a 4.6 or 4.7 or something stupid. And when he did that, his draft stock just pummeled. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, he, he's a, he was a legit college – like he got college production and he was considered – and all because of a 40 score and, and you know, whatever. But And then there, there were some reports that he was dealing with a minor uh, issue – um, before the combine, he probably should have just opted out. But either way, dude's getting his day, and uh, he's out there showing it. So, um, all right. So from there, I guess we're going to roll into a very lethargic. Um, I'm going to get some stuff off my chest segment of fuck that guy. Now I will say, we try to always reiterate that this segment is more about getting our fantasy frustrations out there that we don't personally dislike these guys um you know i try to reserve my personal dislike for the players that actually do terrible shit off the field not just suck on the field yeah um but i will say this is the time of year where it's like your fantasy anger is a little bit more it was a little hotter than it would be in like week seven if they did these scores uh, mine's, mine's <laughs> turned in mine slowly converted in the last year or two from a, a fantasy anger to a fantasy depression. Yeah, that happens too. Mine's kind of yeah. a, a my, fantasy sadness. It's just it's just <laughs> a deepening sadness of watching <laughs> uh, my team just slowly yeah, uh, well, get beat. And, and I mean, slowly just, realizing that no matter how much studying and reading and it, what you're whatever, up on, it, it don't matter. You're gonna have a you're gonna have this guy that just put forty two points up for you last week. Yep. Get you eight points this week. When yeah. you needed the forty two this week. And so we'll lead it off with win. that guy. Yeah. That guy's name is Dak fucking Prescott, okay? That's, that's him. <laughs> he uh he went out there, he finished the week at QB 24 at 7.1 points. Was it that high? 24? Yeah, yeah that's uh, wow, Well, that was, that's before the Monday night. So that still leaves six other quarterbacks that did worse than him. <laughs> or eight, I guess you had a couple come in for We others, had injuries but, and and yeah, this Yeah. But either way, 7.1 points mm. during the first round of the fantasy playoffs. He effectively just Shat on one of my teams. Now, I also played against Dak, and uh, I had a shit quarterback who went against Dak who did better than Dak. So <laughs> he scored like ten. I forget who I had. That I think it was Sam Howell. Oh and yeah. So, anyway, so it was you know a tit for tat, but still, he just decimated my team. And uh, you know this is what happens. You can't depend on Dak. You just mm-hmm. can't. Uh, you can't depend on the Cowboys. You know, the, 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 the Cowboys fans, hey, I, I get it. You guys are ride or die, uh, you know, diamond rings and all the, the shit that y'all talk about. But you know what Dak's going to do. You know what he's going to do the first game of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. He's going to shit it out of his pants and you guys are going to lose because you can't depend on Dak. No. And so, or the Cowboys. So, I'm just telling you guys, get ready for that. But he 
uh, he 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 just uh, he just fucked my team. He just fucked it. No, he, he one of my teams too. Yeah. Actually, him and you mentioned Sam Howe both fucked my team this week. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. we'll throw Sam Howe on this Paul anyway. Even though, I, even though I didn't have him because I didn't really think Howe should rate, but the way he's been playing this year, I guess he does need to rate me on here. He should have. He should. Yeah, because I, you know what? And thankfully, I'm still going to get the win in this league because the guy had a wor- the other guy had a worse fantasy. I benched. Jared Goff to play Sam Howell because I was scared of the matchup. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah. Had, had I lost that week, um, Jared Goff would be on this list just because he should have been bad. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> he was everything but bad. Yeah, this yeah. Week, he was right? money in the bank. And we'll talk about him in a minute. But, yeah. Dak Prescott and Sam Howell. I just want to say to you guys, fuck, fuck those, those guys. guys. And, I mean – I didn't really take a list of anybody. Down. Yeah, we didn't. Have, we, were, we didn't divvy them out. Well, there wasn't. There's was not a, a like a whole lot out there because all the people that I like, like depended on they they did okay. But I'm I'm gonna start off with a, a running back just because he did kind of hurt me in like three different leagues, and he's not even on your league, but um or on, on your list. list. But uh, Javante Williams, I mean, I guess it would be to the Broncos as a whole, but got me yeah yeah a, a, an absolute grand total of like. 4.1 points, yeah. I think is what he totaled out at. That was in a full PPR. I think he got like three points something in a in a half. Absolutely just a, a, an abysmal game. I, I saw him, but I didn't put him on there because he hadn't played good enough the year to get on the fuck that guy list. But, I mean, he's been like mediocre. I mean, it, the last three weeks he's over 10 points and a half point PPR. Last week he had 18 points, his first touchdown, you know, and then now it's he got like less than four points. I just – in two of my teams that I was actually – in the playoffs, I've rode it out with him and played him every week, and just it's and it's gotten me at least eight points. Four yeah. points still kills you, and it just and luckily he's not the only reason I lost in these two leagues now, but he did attribute to it. So I mean, I just want to put him out there and just say, hey man, fuck, fuck that, that guy. guy. All right, well I'm gonna my next most angry uh, play is 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 uh, Austin Eckler. You're done, dude. You are absolute fucking toast move on go become an insurance salesman become a coach i don't care what you do with your life man but you you're you, you, as far as football goes i don't uh, i mean it would be <laughs> it would be the comeback story of the century if you all of a sudden were good again because you aren't you're you're slow and uh you're terrible and you went out there and put up 5.8 fantasy points for me um on the same team that i had Dak in a game in a game where everybody was scoring points except you. Yep. I'm pretty sure I got five fantasy points in that game, and I wasn't even there. Didn't so. even show up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, and so, Austin Eckler, I, I've got I've got you on a dynasty, man, and I'm going to be getting rid of you. I, I, I might get a stale bag of Doritos for you, but I got to get I got to give you up for something. My only hope is is that you, with this new now that your coach has been fired, um, that they just throw you the ball and you get like. 15 carries for 14 yards like you've been getting, but you get 10 receptions for 12 yards. Yeah. And so, because <laughs> yeah. that's the kind of shit you're getting. You're not breaking any tackles anymore, dude. Mm-mm. You aren't outrunning anyone. You find me the the fastest, slowest guy on the field, or the fastest, slowest guy, the, <laughs> the, the, the fattest, slowest guy on the field, and he's going to beat you in a 40. 
This this kind of kind of feels like a Melvin Gordon's last year with the Chargers. Yeah, when he slowed way down before. Just Melvin Gordon looks like prime Walter Payton <laughs> when he started falling off compared to what Austin Eckler looks what like. Eckler's looking like right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but yeah, so Austin Eckler just uh, just want to say a, a wholehearted fantasy fuck, fuck that, that guy. guy. All right, I'm gonna take somebody I saw on your list and I already have on a team. Um, it's a wide receiver. Uh, your favorite of your quarterback, Mr. Will Levis, but uh, DeAndre Hopkins, nine targets guy. Like, I know they had you like covered, like just straight covered up. Yeah. There was a couple that, like, we would kind of expect you to get, but not because it was a great throw or great placement. Or it was just you make things happen that aren't supposed to happen. And there was two or three that were literally like, oh, he's going to get this, and you didn't. So I don't know if steps been taken back or you know what you did at least stop the defender from intercepting a couple of them which is a good thing but you know I w- you get nine targets you need at least four yeah. of them man i mean you had two receptions for 21 yards yep Two, 3.1, 3.1 fantasy points, fantasy points. Yeah. people that are that have made it this far with you i mean yes you've been kind of volatile this season it's been up and down up and down up and down but it, 3.1 in fantasy playoffs? I had him on the same team. I had Eckler and uh, Dak. Oh, that was a terrible, terrible, terrible <laughs> yeah, win. Yeah, yeah. I, My I, team scored 95 total for the week. The only team that I have him on, I won, and that's just because I had James Cook. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's literally – James Cook and Jameer Gibbs carried me on their shoulders straight to a victory this week in this league. But D-Hop didn't help at all. No. So, hopefully it turns around next week. But either way, yeah. for this week, Mr. DeAndre Hopkins – Fuck, Fuck that, that guy. guy. All right, I'm going to hit a uh, uh, quadruple stack of wide receivers. Drake London, 3.4 fantasy points. Um, and I get it. I get it. They're fucking – I don't really – this isn't really to you. This is more to Desmond Ritter and, and Arthur Arthur Smith. Just, just know this, Drake. Every time you've been on Fuck That Guy, it's only because those are your stats. But it's more – the anchor is more directed towards your coach and quarterback. Yes. I just want you to know that. Yes. But I, you know, so they're always included with you. Uh, Brandon Ayuk. Hey, look, dude, y'all are balling. Your team's balling. Your quarterback's balling. So I get it. Sometimes you're not. When you got all them stars, you ain't gonna get yours. But hey, five point two. Ouch. Yes. Ouch. Uh, Diggs, you have sucked for a hot minute, bro. It's like four or five weeks in a row where you just been straight unclean ass yeah yeah and so i don't know what's going on in in the land of buffalo but holy crap you and josh allen need to y'all shit sorted out um i mean y'all did get that dub but still uh dj moore 7.2 i get it you know it was a bad week for for uh the the bears pass catchers but uh hey well that was your stat line bro 7.2 fantasy points so Mm -hmm. drake london brandon iuke stefan diggs and dj moore i just want to say Fuck those guys. And I guess I'm going to throw out a couple running backs, um, a couple names you might have heard of. Stop me if you've heard this one before, but uh, Mr. Brees Hall, uh, Mr. Derrick Henry, uh, uh, Saquon Barkley. All big names. Um, Jerome Ford. Yeah. And uh, hmm. Tony Pollard. <laughs> yeah, 6.7. Like, I, think we, I, I, I felt like we retired him from the fuck that guy, yeah. but, but uh, still, I brought him back because I thought he was starting to heat up, but no, he's I, not. I felt bad. I watched so many people in the, the weeks upcoming into the playoffs go and spend 
to get Tony Pollard yeah. and and put put their put it out there. Pollard's going to be money. They got a money schedule. It's it's, it's one of the best deals want. I made is in our dynasty when I dealt Pollard to get DK. Yeah, see, that's, God, I mean it's it's one of those where one it's of like, the few times I made the right choice mid season. <laughs> Pollard's just one. Of, everybody was high horse. I mean, Brees Hall's been like I said, early season killing it, and this last as of late's been. Kind of not that good. Yeah, well, it's been all volume based. He didn't really get the volume. Yeah, Derrick Henry this week is old. He, him, him, and Austin Eckler need to just ride off into the sunset on an old ass horse. Just together, yes. retire, be yeah. done with it. Yeah. And Saquon, the the whole Giants, they're yeah. It's it's Devito run first, Saquon run second. <laughs> yeah. It seems like, yeah. but and then Jerome Ford. I, I really needed Jerome Ford. I wanted hey, Jerome he was Ford my to have a good week. week, and he was not I, smashing. I, I thought it was going to be good, and it it just didn't happen. I mean, that Bears defense stepped up. It was kind of a really shitty game. I, I said really, a couple but, weeks ago. I said the Bears defense are better than what their what, stats. Yeah, show what's on for the paper? Season. Yeah, they, and, and they stepped and up, showing it. But I mean, so I mean, Tabriz Hall two point three, Derrick Henry three points, Saquon Barkley four point seven, Jerome Ford five point one, and. Tony Pollard, 6.7 points first week of playoff. These guys, they might have got you here, but they fucking left you out to dry. <laughs> they didn't go take it no farther. No, they they stopped you right. They ended yeah. your ended yeah. your run right here. Just as yeah. easy as they got you here, they let you down. Yep. So so from us here at Just an Average NFL Podcast to you guys, yep. fuck, fuck those guys. guys. All right. Uh, the last three, I'm going to give you are three tight ends. And uh, – Hey, it is what it is. The, the, it's, 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 sometimes you have a great season and you only get that one week that you, you, you shoot your pants and it happens to be the first week of the playoffs. And that's yeah. what happened with Evan Ingram. Evan Ingram put up 4.8 fancy points. And I'm going to tell you, I've had him and he has been money in the bank for me all season. Set and Same. forget. Uh, and uh, so I, I don't expect this to be the norm, but it, it happened. Um, and so you got to own it. Uh, Travis Kelsey, what is going on? Look, again, hop on that same fucking horse. With, well, not the same one. I don't want to have to carry all three of y'all. But you, go get you a horse, yeah. too. Get you an old horse. Yeah. And you and Derrick Henry and Austin Eckler can all just gallop off. You can gallop. You can even bring Taylor if you want. And y'all can just keep galloping down another trail where you're just going to go live your life married to a billionaire freaking pop star celebrity. Yep. Um, and, and, hey, that's fine. Do that thing, man. I, I, I'm super proud of you. But right now, you are killing me. <laughs> All right? I made trades in two dynasty leagues. I sold my soul and my future. One league, I traded two firsts. A 24 and a 25 first to get Travis Kelsey. I because I had I was running Cole Komet as my top freaking uh, as my top. Which that probably would have been way better, yeah. But <laughs> I, I, yeah, that one. yeah, I had Cole Komet and I think like Kate Otten or something. And I'm like, I got to get another tight end, and I sold my soul to get him. Um, luckily, I'm still alive because I got other because I have McCaffrey on that team too. But uh, you're killing me, Kelsey. You're killing me, dude. I just carry me two more weeks, my guy. Just wake up and just do that that thing, that Kelsey thing, and get me start having them big blowout games. Close the season out strong. Close your career out strong, my guy. <laughs> and then George Kittle, okay, back to the on on a week off a week guy. Yep. Um, I hope I hope that none of you, none of you hear me say this because especially Kelsey and Kittle, I'm pretty sure y'all can both beat shit out of me. So I, you know, 
It's all fun, guys. It's all fancy fun. It's all fancy love. Except for Austin Nuckler mm. and Dirk Prescott. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so to Evan Ingram, 4.8 points. Kelsey, 5.3. And George Kittle, 6.4. I want to say to y'all, fuck those guys. guys. So there's fuck that guy for the week. I got I got one more that I want to throw Oh, out there. I'm sorry. Bring it up. This one's real personal. Hold on. Dear He's to my heart. All right, go ahead. This one's real personal and dear to my heart. All right. Last time we we talked um, after a podcast last Thursday. Everybody wondered that was me rewinding. Yeah. I'm sorry. At, at last Thursday, as a matter of fact, before the game, uh, we, I asked your advice on a oh, particular no, 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 player. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> I said, uh, hey, look, I'm, I'm debating on putting Zamir White in and I sitting well, Drake so London. So you can put me on the list? <laughs> no, I'm putting me on the list. No, you should put me on the list. I'm putting me on the list for not listening to me and listening to you. So we can both be on the list. Yeah. I, I I had it. I had a feeling. I thought it was going to be a good game for Zamir White. I said I'm gonna I'm gonna sit Drake London this week. I'm gonna play Zamir White over him. It's playoffs. I got to take a shot. And you're like, well, there's no way. Yeah, I was like, no. I was like, Zamir White don't get six Absolutely. touches this game. Yeah, he's not. There's nothing. I was like, Drake London's gonna ball. He's gonna get at least ten to twelve targets. Ball. I I just. Man, and I and I, you know what, you made a lot of sense to me, and I let that cloud my true judgment of fantasy. And I just need to go with the gut. And this is to, to all y'all out there listening. You know, sometimes your gut tells you one thing, and in fantasy, I've learned you have to listen to it because even though it doesn't sound right, it's probably right. It's probably going to work out in your favor. Well, the other side of that coin is is, is that I've learned a lot of times is it's better to lose with the decisions I make than lose the decisions that someone else someone makes. else makes. Yeah, that's and I just like I, well, I said I told myself in had I come to you with this, with this Wednesday, there's a good shot that if I had a day to stew on it, I would have swapped it around anyways and went with my gut. It didn't cost me the match. The rest of my team's sucking balls lost me the match. But still, I was in a predicament where I should have listened to myself. I'd be, <laughs> where did Drake Linda get me in this league? 5.4, and Zamir White got me uh, 17.5. So I'd be 11 points higher up right now than I am which, but it wouldn't have made a difference. But at instead all, of being so. losing by eighty, you'd be losing by seventy. Exactly, I'd be losing <laughs> by sixty-nine, which is a nice, nice, nice number. Not, not nice when you're losing by. No, that. no. Well, I'm sorry. I, but look, this I, is another team that really probably shouldn't have made playoffs. Right. I, I waited too long to start trying to make a run. Is yeah. what I did, and then I made like quick judgment decisions and picked up some people that probably. I mean, look, it's, you're not dead yet. I didn't lose a lot. But I, mean, I mean, I've got Metcalf and Lockett playing tonight, and, they, and I'm up by eighty, and you still got two points. So you got, Devonta and Jackson Smith and Jigba get outscore Metcalf and Lockett by eighty points. 80 you points win. I'm in it. Yes. So I need like the plane that's flying Seattle. <laughs> don't say it. Don't put that out there. <laughs> don't put that out there. Don't you put that on me, Ricky but, and, I, and we we later find out Jackson Smith and Jigba drove to the game. <laughs> <laughs> him to show up and then Devonta be the only one on the Eagles side that gets anything done it can happen <laughs> I mean 40 points between the two of them oh, is God. a is a stern possibility 80 could potentially happen and then you know DK and Tyler Luckett don't do anything yeah that's, that's all yeah. I need uh, uh, but I mean, from from me here, just an average NFL podcast. To me here, just an average NFL podcast. And to me, I look, I I I, I should, I, I was completely wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but from us here, yeah, to us here, yep. Fuck those guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're gonna hit some top performers real quick. I don't know. It's a button. 
All right, Jared Goff sitting at the QB one on the week. He balled out five touchdowns on Thursday night. He was – or was it Saturday? I can't remember. He was one was, of the earlier games. It was Saturday. Yeah, so he was just straight balling out. Talking about balling out, Baker Mayfield, perfect quarterback rating on the week, just went out there and was monstering all over the field. Aiden O'Connell led his team <laughs> to 63 points. We, of course, knew that was going to happen. That was predicted. We, yeah. we talked about it. You should, if we'd been uh, well, what happened was is last week we were recording, and I didn't push the record button. So we were halfway into the show, and Baker's like, I got a sneaky feeling that the Raiders are going to put up like 60-plus points. And just, I'm like, you're fucking insane. You're like, and then Aiden I was like, oh, shit, like we're this? not recording. I was like, make sure you say that again. And he was like, no, I'm worried now that people are going to think I'm crazy. So he didn't want to <laughs> say it on the air when we restarted the show. But. Yeah. <laughs> it was out there in the universe, though. <laughs> no. Uh, so, yeah, Aiden O'Connell out there as a QB3. Now, again, these all this is before the Monday night stuff. But uh, Brock Purdy, another – hey, listen to this. I heard this today. Brock Purdy is the only 49ers quarterback. This is a team that had Steve Young and Joe Montana. Joe Montana might be the greatest of all time. Who's, but Brock Purdy is the only 49ers quarterback that had a game where he threw more than twenty passes and ended with a perfect quarterback rating. Oh wow! Yeah, that's pretty. Uh, that's pretty that's, good for yeah. for just a game manager, right? Uh, Garner Minshew, even though he about got his receiver killed by uh, uh, KZ over the middle. Um, yep. Oh, that's another one we should have mentioned. Um, Michael Pittman Jr. Yeah, I don't yeah. expect Michael Pittman to be back this week. He he, he doesn't either. Shot. The way yeah he uh, yeah. yeah I went back and watched a few of the videos, different angles and stuff, yeah. and it's it's yeah, and it's I, uh, KZ has been suspended the rest of the season. Oh wow! Yeah, I saw yeah. that earlier today too. Um, but uh, Garner Minshew. QB five on the week. Derek Carr showing back up and looking like he's going to do something. He's been duty buns all season, and then he went out there and put up decent numbers. QB six. Jake Browning. All he's do. All he does is win. He had, he shouted after the game. Told because uh, he played Minnesota. Minnesota had cut him before, and he said, "You oh, shouldn't yeah. cut me." And he slammed his elbow <laughs> on the ground. Yeah, dude had some pent up stuff, and he even said like he was asked about it, and he's like, "Here's the deal, like." The people who cut me don't even work there anymore. Like yeah, that whole yeah, thing. He goes. Even... He goes. It was. It was just directed more at the moment. He goes. I, I. The people that are there, the coaches, all that. I have tremendous respect for yada yada. yada. He goes. They weren't the ones. But anyway, Joe Flacco, Joey Flax out there. Um, did, uh, did Cleveland get the dub? Yes. Yeah. So uh, he let him that game winning drive. That's right. That that's right. Goal. That's right. That's uh, like his. I, I think they said it's his thirty fifth game winning drive. Yeah. Uh, that's Joe, hey Joey Flax got that uh got that ice water in his veins right uh, Lamar Jackson uh, mixing it up with a little bit of run a little bit of pass doing what he does at QB nine on the week Nick Mullins uh, all he does is throw picks and score fancy points <laughs> he is he is the Minnesota Jameis Winston <laughs> but he is QB ten on the week Matt Stafford didn't have to do a lot against Washington we were hoping it was going to be a big passing day and it wasn't terrible but uh, he's still the QB eleven on the week Easton Stick surprisingly. Uh, despite Garbage. one of the worst first yeah. halves I've ever seen a quarterback play, came out in the second half through two, to, uh, three touchdowns and was able to salvage his fantasy day uh, as a QB twelve in the week. Uh, the rest of these, uh, I mean, they're not really worth mentioning. The Q- QBs kind of a low scoring week for the quarterbacks. Running backs, of course, top top of it, yeah. Christian McCaffrey. He's he's at the top of the game. I don't understand why it does this. Why it why does it? Hmm. The stupid site pisses me off. Yeah, but he is QB one on the week. I, mean, I think RB1. he got like ninety seven thousand three hundred sixty four points this week. He's still scoring points right now as we speak. I, I, I know that in in a full PPR is over forty. Yes. So. Um, 
All right, here we go. Maybe, maybe. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't so uh, for anybody cares. I use a site that you can select the week. What week you range? Do you want to know what the points are from week 1 to 15 or you just want to know week 15? Um blah blah blah. So on Mondays and it only does this on Mondays and I don't know if it's cuz it's not fully updated or whatever. But I ever t- sometimes I can select week 15 to week 15, which only gives me week 15. And sometimes it makes me – it won't even show week 15 on there. Or it shows 15 to week 1, which is stupid. And now it's showing 1 to 14. And so I just don't understand why it does that. But I guess I'll just have to wing it somehow. I mean, I could give you full point PPR positions, but um... – yeah, I've got, just because of the way this league searching. Yeah, I can set so go it ahead and, and do that. Stuff. Just go ahead and start talking about running backs in, on a full point PPR. Full point on the week. Christian McCaffrey was one with forty one point seven points. Yeah. Uh, James Cook out here finally showing up and beating that in this this particular format. First ranked defense of Dallas with thirty six point one points. Jameer Gibbs coming in in third, twenty four point eight. Ty Chandler taking advantage of. Um, Mr. I can't run the ball. Alexander <laughs> Madison not playing, putting up 24.7 points. Uh, Kyron Williams, just money, man. 24 and a half. Rashad White, like another one that's just money lately. 21.9. Uh, Devin Singletary showing that he owns that backfield. D- Damian Pierce, who put yep. up 21 points. Uh, CEH finally having a week. I think it's the best week of his career. Yeah, did you see that catch he made? <laughs> yeah, you said yeah, 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 that yeah, leaping catch. That, yeah. that was an, an amazing yeah. fucking catch. He 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 out there showing he he deserves a spot on the roster somewhere. Raheem Mostert just on the on the shoulder of two touchdowns got you eighteen point three. Uh, speaking of two touchdowns, Jarek McKinnon uh, threw one and caught and ran one in. I mean, yeah, out there. Yeah, that was the that was the thing where you you were trying to figure out. Yeah. They only had seven <laughs> points, but yet you were showing McKinnon and Rice both have a both touchdown. Have touchdowns. And you're like, how do they both have a touchdown? What is going on here? Um, uh, another old man showing up to the game here, James Conner, 17.9 points against San Francisco's pretty good week. And my dumbass didn't play him, but Zamir White, <laughs> 17.5 points. Um, just behind him, Alvin Kamara at 16. Joe Mixon at 15. Uh, Demarcado broke a long run uh, there towards the end of the game. I think I think San Francisco kind of sat back a little bit. They had yeah, a, a good yeah. lead and all, but I mean, 13, I mean, he got 14 points. Gus Edwards in the absence of Keaton Mitchell getting that terrible injury at 13.9 points, and then even after he left the game early with an injury, Zach Moss still got to 12.3 points. Chuba Hubbard, 12-3. Outside of that, there's a lot of names that, I mean, you know Montgomery's going to kind of be there. Yeah. You know, and there's a couple un- unmentioned, but nobody well, worth really. Yeah, I mean, we're going to run with a full PPR because it's a lot easier to pull these up on Sleeper than that stupid website I'm using. I'm not even going to yeah. say their name. It's <laughs> annoying. Jordan Addison's currently sitting as the wide receiver one in a full PPR at 29.1 points on the week. Jalen Waddle at twenty eight point two on the week, um, just out there doing what he does without Tyreek out there, um, and they look good, believe it or not, even against the Jets. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I thought they did a had a pretty good week. Uh, Terry McLaurin, hey, it took uh, the brisket coming in and throwing him the, the ball, and getting him a touchdown, but uh, deep ball too. Yeah, Terry McLaurin at twenty seven point one points. Chris Godwin finally getting back in the mix, uh, mostly based off of volume. 
10 receptions, 155 yards yeah, he, off 12 he, targets. He didn't, even have a, he didn't even have a touchdown. Still got you 25 and a half points. Yeah, Cooper Cup, um, eight eight catches, 111 yards, got him a touchdown. You know, he's he's starting to – I don't know if he's the first read, but he's getting back in the good graces with Stafford. And we talked about that offense, how it's clicking, now the Kyron's back. Amon Ross St. Brown climbs back on the horse with his quarterback ball and seven catches, 112 yards, 24.2 fantasy points. Devontae Adams um, in that – 63-point mayhem, <laughs> eight receptions, 101 yards, touchdown, 24.1 points. I like this way better than that site, too, because it gets the stats and shit. Yeah. Makes me sound way smarter. <laughs> we were, we, you know, we, we've been talking about this guy for even before, before the season. Rasheed yeah. Rice, uh, he is becoming the, that dude for Kansas City. Rasheed Rice next year could have a massive breakout. I mean, he's already having a really good rookie campaign. Mm-hmm. Um, that offense is still trying to work stuff out. They've got to get rid of that boat anchor uh, offensive coordinator. Um, oh, my God. The used to be coach of the fucking Bears that got fired. Matt Nagy. Yeah, Matt Nagy has got I, I knew to who go. it was. I was sitting here. Everybody's trying to figure out and... why the Chiefs offense is so bad this year. And then I'm like, because Matt Nagy's there. Well, yeah. But anyway, Rasheed Rice did great. Nine catches, ninety-one yards, touchdown on nine targets too. That's a, a yeah. just a little. T- they said he. Oh yeah, nine one. for nine. Yeah, there yeah you go. he. he uh, I was. I'm just really excited. I'm watching him as as he progresses, get used more. Yeah. His catch percentage is huge. Like what he comes down with and yeah. everything. He's he's gonna. MVS is them. like, wait, you can catch all of them, <laughs> <laughs> even if it's like, oh wait, you can catch some of them. <laughs> MVS is uh. not a catcher. No, <laughs> Noah Brown getting the targets when there's no one else to throw to. That if if there's no one else around, Noah Brown's going to have a big week. And I did not mean mm-hmm. to make all that rhyme somehow, but it sounded great. Yeah, tar- eleven targets, eight catches, eighty-two yards, and a touchdown. T. Higgins, T. Higgins looking to have some big weeks here. He could be a league winner depending on how long Chase is out. Four receptions, sixty-one yards, two touchdowns. Debo Samuel still just just doing it. Uh, 21.9 fantasy points. He, had, he only had four catches, but he had two touchdowns. Yeah. Uh, Josh Palmer, we'll be talking more about him later, but he had four receptions, 113 yards, and a touchdown. Curtis Samuel seems to be the favorite target of Howell. Um, he also caught a touchdown when the brisket came in. He had five receptions, 41 yards, and a couple tuds. Amari Cooper, it only took four catches, but he only needed those four to get 109 yards and a touchdown. And one of those was just threaded through there right into It was beautiful. Yeah. Wide receiver 14 on the week. Wide receiver 15, Trey Tucker, the rookie for Vegas. Again, everybody on Vegas scored double-digit fantasy points. Yes. 20.7 fantasy points. He only caught three balls, but two of them were touchdowns. CeeDee Lamb, even despite Dak blowing donkey ass, CeeDee Lamb was still good at 18.6 fantasy points. Wide receiver 16 on the week. Seven catches, 53 yards. Did not get any scores, but that's fine. Jacoby Myers, thank God he got the touchdown. Otherwise, he would not have had a good week. He had two catches, 32 yards with a touchdown. CD did have the score. He had the Russian score. Though. Oh, he yeah, that's right. He did have the Russian touchdown. Yeah, he had the Russian touchdown. Um, but uh, he had 17. I think uh, – did Jacoby Myers throw a touchdown? Yeah, he threw a pass, but – Yeah. yeah he, uh, did, he did throw a touchdown. Yeah. Oh, that's right. He threw the touchdown to um, Devontae Adams. Yes. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Uh, let's see, Jaden Reed, he is the guy, I think, for uh, especially yeah. with uh, Watson out yep. for Green Bay. Um, wide receiver, 18, six catches, 52 yards, and a touchdown. Deontay Johnson, four catches, 62 yards, but he did get the touchdown, so that's salvage of the week. 17.2 fantasy points. Mike Evans, he's just staying on that roll. Um, even if he's not getting a ton of volume, he's still, he's still a red zone target. Four catches, 57 yards, and a touchdown. 
And we'll finish here because the rest of them don't really need to be brought up. But Justin Jefferson, he had an okay week and a and a forward. It was a little less than you know, it was, it was okay, okay. Yeah, under his half. projection, yeah. But seven catches, eighty four yards. But he's he's definitely still a main focal point of that offense. Oh yeah. Uh, tight end Sam Laporta. Whoo, Lord, this guy's good. Uh, <laughs> five catches, fifty six yards, three touchdowns, twenty eight point six points. David Joku is on a run. He was ba- he was bad last week, but if you look at the four weeks before that, he's been dominating. Twenty six point four fantasy points, ten catches off of fourteen targets, uh, caught a touchdown. Hunter Henry, uh, look, take your chances. This was a good Some chance week, to yes. take this week. Some weeks he's good, but I think this is two weeks in a row. If it's I'm not definitely mistaken, definitely two weeks in a row. He had two tads yeah. last week. Yeah, so. so he's he's two weeks in a row. He's he's been getting the. Uh, the stuff, uh, Trey McBride, he is that dude. He is the first read currently in Arizona. 11 targets, 10 catches, 102 yards, 19.2 fantasy points. Isaiah Likely, another one of my bad calls of the week. I did not think he was going to be as good, uh, that good of a play uh, once um, Andrews went out, but I was wrong. Back-to-back weeks. Yeah, five catches, 70 yards, and a touchdown. Tucker Kraft. I don't know what they're going to do when Musgraves comes back because tra- Kraft looks pretty damn good. He, he does. They're going to start running a lot of 12 personnel, I guess. 15.7 fantasy points, four receptions, 57 yards, and a touchdown. Um, who the fuck is Elijah Higgins? But he caught four <laughs> ca- He caught four balls for 44 yards and a touchdown. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> for, for Arizona. Arizona. Yeah, all the tight ends getting involved there in Arizona. Michael Mayer uh, getting in the mix again because he was with Vegas. Four catches, 39 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, tight end eight on the week. Tight end nine, Cole Komet. Uh, five catches, 23 yards and a touchdown. Not a ton of volume, but he did get that tud to save the week. TJ Hawkinson, six catches, 63 yards. His all based off of volume. And then Jawan Johnson, uh, two catches, 38 yards, but he got the touchdown, 11.8. And then the uh, tight end 12 in the week, Jake Ferguson, 10.4 points, six catches, 44 yards. So there all it is. in one pl- on one series. Yeah, it was basically all <laughs> it was right like, at the end. It was so like the series that didn't matter. <laughs> uh, oh man, I tell you, and I think the, the Elijah Higgins thing. So what happened was is um, Trey McBride got injured and went in the oh, locker room. Okay, and then Elijah Higgins they got similar numbers. So Kyler Murray just threw it to him. Oh, he's, he's like that's still it's still, it's still the same McBride. guy. Yeah. And then McBride came back in. He's like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "My bad." So then the, he took back over and filled his filled his whole position. Again. Yeah. All right. Well, there it is. There is the uh, top performers of the week. All right, and hmm. from that. We're going to hit some toaster roast. Toasty and, uh, roasty. Um, I'll go ahead and kick it off. I'll go ahead, let's see. What, what are we going to intro it as? This is toaster roast. Um, mm. Just okay. a windstorm of wonderment. Yeah. All right. So I, I did some Daniels don't, so there were more avoids if possible. Um, but it was all right. I think I, I, think I was on track more so than than some, but uh, I had I, I said don't play two against the Jets. Now it, it wasn't a horrendous game, it was, but it was actually better than I thought it was going to be. But he, he only scored thirteen fantasy points. He was a QB twenty two on the week, so you know it's not something you're really looking for in championship week. But it wasn't uh you know it wasn't like uh I don't know Dak Prescott. <laughs> uh, I also said to uh, probably should avoid Mahomes if you can against the Patriots. He was a little bit better. He didn't kill you. 17.7 fantasy points. He was QB 13. And then this is one I knocked out of the park. I said, don't play any Bears running backs against the Browns. 
The best one you could have played would have been Roshan, who put up eight fantasy points and a half P- PPR. Herbert put up 1.7, and Dante Foreman. I, I want to ask you, Matt, how many fantasy points did you score last week? In fantasy football? Yeah. Zero. That's the same amount I scored. We both outscored Dante Foreman that last week. Nice. Yeah, we, we both if, – if people would have had us in their lineup instead of Dante Foreman, they would have had a higher score. Because Dante Foreman had negative point seven, they are completely missing out because <laughs> yeah. we could have so totally. We, yeah, and if they lost by if they lost by point seven, or you know, uh, then or you know, like whatever, then lost by half point. Yeah, it, they would it would have been like, well, I guess I should have put Daniel in at running back. Should have played. <laughs> should have played Daniel. Yeah, we could have put could have put Mir Baker in at running back, and we would have helped you more than Dante Foreman helped you. Exactly. So um, I will take a toast on that as a whole. Toasty. Toasty toast, yes. All right, so talk to me about your don'ts. What about my bottoms? Can I talk about my bottoms? That's what I meant. Okay, okay. (laughs) I'm going to talk about my bottoms, and I'm going to start with um, the worst bottom. The smelliest bottom? The the smelliest bottom. And I think this is primarily shouldered on the fact that they didn't need him, um, and they just absolutely killed the Cowboys? Oh, I was about to say, is this the uh, Raiders? <laughs> I went with Dawson Knox as a tight end, you know, Baker's yeah. bottom. You could play coming back, you know, targets. But literally, they, they, I mean, even Josh Allen only scored like 15 or 18 points or yeah. something really low this yeah. week. I mean, they had what, like one passing touchdown? Josh Allen rushed a touchdown in. It, it was, it wasn't a very, you know, high through the air game. So, no, which James I thought Cook, it was going to be. Yeah, but, James Cook did, did his thing. Yeah, James Cook did all of it. So, <laughs> so he got you zero points. Dawson Knox got you zero points. How did we miss? Oh, you did the running back. So I was about to say, James Cook had to been on the top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did James. That's he was right, number right. two. Okay, he was number okay. Two. okay my bad. And then, um, so then I'm going to go with, here's where, get your toasting hand ready. Cause all right, I'm toasting it I, up. I said, uh, if Demarcus Robinson's out there on your waivers, oh. he's, you got, go get this guy. Yes. This is week three. Week three now. Yes. He's gotten a touchdown. He gets some value targets. He's. He, I don't know what's going to happen now that Tutu's back, but yeah. if you played him last week. Hey, I played him in DFS, you, and I played him in a – I'm in a uh, dynasty rebuild, but I didn't realize this till the playoffs started. There, If you win the loser's bracket, you also win the your buy-in Oh, bracket. yeah, yeah. And so, so I was scrambling to try to field an actual competitive <laughs> team. And don't get me wrong, I wasn't tanking as in uh, I was playing my worst players. I was tanking as in I just didn't have good players on my roster. Yeah, you just – And all yeah. of a sudden I was like, shit, now I'm actually – I was like digging to go find people who might score fantasy points. Because like during the regular season, there's no point for me to play Demarcus Robinson to get – if I think he's going to do good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I can't trade him. He's not going to get me any value there, and why roster him? I'm going to go roster somebody that's not even, you know, going to – whatever. It doesn't yeah, matter. You're trying to get future but now, hopes, yeah. but now you're trying to grab yeah, people that might put up so some points. So, hey, on the back of, my, of Mitchell Trubisky, Nick Mullins, and Demarcus Robinson, I pulled the win out in the hey, first round of the loser bracket, that's, baby. That's gold. That's, on a 3-11 and 11 fantasy team. He got you 13.2 points and a half yeah. point PPR. That, that's this is a huge. Full, so it was more, yeah. Yeah, huge for a baker's bottom. Yeah, so, so yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm going to give you another one. Get that finger ready to push it again because uh, I said guarantee nobody's rostering Zamir White in a redraft. Oh, God. <laughs> he, go grab him now. And what he do? Half point PPR got you 16 points. I mean, just. Yeah, if you played him, it did, you know, unless your friend talked you out of it. If you, yeah, if you, you were able to play him, you, you were, were able happy. to put him in and, you know, not second guess yourself. Yeah, that would have been. 
With a pretty sweet lineup. Pretty sweet yeah, lineup. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's where I had it. Uh, Zamir White is running back. Demarcus Robinson, wide receiver, and Dawson Knox, tight end. So love it, love it. Not All bad. Right. Well, here's the things get a little bit dicier. I'm gonna go ahead and get the booze out of the way before I, I get a little bit of uh, oh my smashes of the week. So I said play Jerome Ford versus Chicago. Five point one fantasy points and a half yard. And then I said play Brandon Ayuk at Arizona. 5.2 fantasy points. <laughs> so I'll take I'll take those boos firmly in stride. My tight end is Dallas Goddard. He has not played, so we can't. 5.3 fantasy points. <laughs> yeah. And then I said to play Stafford um, at Washington. It was QB 11. So I'm not going to give a full. That's all I get right yeah. there. That's all you get. But uh, so I'll take a, I'll take a half toast. You but, get, uh, I, just, I just like toasting. So, yeah. I mean. Well, keep that toast hand up. Uh-oh. No, I'm just kidding. You're not toasting this. <laughs> My running back smash this week was the worst. <laughs> well, I take that back. He's the, it I was think, a Dalton Foreman. He is he scored more the than only running back that scored within a point of Dante Foreman. Yeah, but here's the thing. Me and you also outscored this we running back. We still outscored this we running outscored back. We outscored Dante Foreman and this running back combined. And you, and you know, this running back is the running back. Yeah. I mean, the hype, the everything. And He's playing not, against one of the best defenses. I'm just, I'm just to like play running back. This against. should have been a smash upon smash. Bijan Robinson yeah. against the Carolina Panthers. <laughs> negative zero point one points. Is it zero point one or negative point one? Or, or excuse me, yeah, negative point one. Zero yeah. point one. I wrote so zero, so yeah. him combined with Dante Foreman would have been negative point eight. Yes, correct. And that's still lower than zero. That's way that's a, that's a long ways so, away from zero in fantasy world. That is a long ways away from just zero. Just so you know, you could have put Baker and me in at both your running back positions. Yeah. If you had those two, if you played me and Baker and you would have scored an almost a whole point more uh, yeah. for your fantasy week. So okay, hey this, just it's just something to consider next week, guys. This just comment is probably gonna cost me a win tonight, but oh, I'm God. gonna put it out there anyways. Uh oh. You could have accidentally left Keenan Allen in your lineup oh, this God. week. <laughs> Instead of playing Bijan or Donta Foreman. Hey, in, in all fairness, I don't know what he scored, but had I remembered or went and seen that I had Keenan Allen, I would have swapped him for Zay Flowers. Yeah, oh, and I don't think seven. Oh, so I had a whole point. So I, I was looking at it today. I was like looking at my roster because I had him. And I think I, I had Jaden Reed too. Yeah. Now we did okay. He, but, well, he would have been better, but, but I really has been on a tear. But I really think I would have played Zay Flowers. I, I, and, I have, and so I'm just going to go with that and know that despite it all, I was still going to catch this L. Yeah, had, unless Bobby Wagner unless, drops unless he 30. pulls it off. Like so, he had he had one reception for seven yards. So it would have been one point two and a half point PPR. Yeah. So unless so, I, I mean, lose by one point one, then yeah, exactly. it's not going to matter. But I just sorry, I had I had to throw the joke out there. I'll, I'll take it. That's to me for leaving Keenan Allen. In. <laughs> And then uh, my wide receiver smash, he left the game a little bit early, but he wasn't on, on part to do like really big numbers. But in a half-point PPR, I said Jamar Chase. Uh, put yeah, we're not, four he already had eight points. In, in That's what I'm saying, yeah, yeah, 8.4. So that, so, I mean, yeah. Injuries don't count. Exactly. Unless it would have happened like in the last play of the game or something. Uh, tight end, I said TJ Hawkinson. He got you nine points. I mean, it's so a bunch was, of volume. That, yeah, I mean, it's so okay. that's it. That's yeah, just a little. And then I said QB this week. I said Lamar Jackson's going to smash. Yeah. QB nine on the week thus far. So 
That's 19 and a half points. It's not too terrible. It's, it's yeah, we're gonna, to I, I got 18.5 my quarterback. You got 19.5 with yours. We're going to take those. Yeah. Those based are off sm- of the rest of our smashes. The, oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if we add it all together, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, no, definitely. All right. So, there it is. There are the, uh, the toaster roast. I'm trying to get back to what. I should write this formats down just so I know. I'm making sure. That was just waivers. That's what I, what I thought. I want to make yeah. sure I wasn't skipping over something. No, all we got I have left a is waivers and stuff. Yeah, it's just. Uh, all right, so we're gonna. Is, you know. So we're you know we're obviously in the in the thick of it of the playoff hunt, the, the playoff mix, and here's some things I wanted to throw out there before we get into these waivers because this is a very important thing. And on Facebook, we're both in a couple different dynasty and fantasy type groups where people come in and ask for advice or yada 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 talk about things going on in their leagues and there's a couple times there's a couple posts i've seen where people are are saying wanting to know if it's okay so 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 like me and matt are playing each other and uh say that uh like i left keenan allen in my lineup so if matt goes and looks at my lineup earlier in the week and he's like oh shit he's still got keenan allen he looks at my bench and he sees i don't really have a good run or wide receiver so he goes and looks on the waivers, and he sees a couple wide receivers that are really good, and he don't want me to get them, and he goes and signs them so that I can't get them. And there are people like, oh, you know, my, my, my people in my league think that that's cheating. That's not cheating. No, that's strategy. That is 100% strategy. Yes. Now, here's where it gets a little suspect, and we talked about this last week. If you're not fighting for anything and you're stealing other people's players, that's a little, you know, it's like, why are you doing that? You're just yeah. being a dick. But if the rules don't say you can't do it, it still isn't cheating. Um, Correct. But if you're playing against someone, like uh, last night there's a guy that he's playing against a guy who has Geno, and he's up by five. Everything's said and done after Sunday Night Football, he's up by five. And he even says it. He comes in and makes a comment in the sleeper feed. He goes, well, if Geno plays, I'm going to lose. And the guy that he's playing against had no quarterbacks on his roster. So this morning, the guy he's playing against who has Geno signed Drew Locke. And the other guy had more fab. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, why the hell? Like, if I was playing against this guy, I would have went and made sure I spent whatever I had to spend to make sure he, the, the other guy did not get Drew Locke. Now, it turns out it wouldn't matter because Gino was going to play. But had he lost because he let this other guy get, get uh, Drew Locke when he could have just taken Drew Locke, that's, yeah, that's just dumb. It's up to you the individual manager to prepare your own fucking rosters. Exactly. If you're not looking ahead, if you're not checking and seeing what your opponents are doing and your opponents are, it's not up to me for you to sign your backup quarterbacks. And it's not up to me to sit back and allow you to sign your backup quarterbacks. If you get into a a predicament because you ain't got no quarterbacks because you were waiting till Thursday to check your roster, you didn't do your waivers like you're supposed to, or you didn't realize you didn't pay attention to news, whatever. That's not on me. You know, the information is available to all of us. And we say at the beginning of the season and everything, the best thing you can do is sign up for every fantasy app, everything yeah. out there you can. Yeah. Get notifications. Even if you don't fully read it, it's still if something comes across the line, it's going to catch your eye. You, you're going to go back and do the research yourself yeah. outside of it. You need all this information. or And so you can compete this is part yeah. of competing it's in my all opinion, part of competing this is part of 100 percent. and 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 you can do i mean there's a hundred different things you can do i've seen teams i've seen places where um early in the week a guy need you know he needs a quarterback and there's two quarterbacks available on the waivers so you go and you pick them both up and you drop your defense and you drop your kicker to pick up these two quarterbacks you don't want to drop anyone else off your roster 
and then Sunday morning you drop both these quarterbacks to pick a kicker and a defense back up, leaving it so that your opponent can't sign them because now they got to clear waivers, and you get your your kicker and defense back, and you just all you did was protect your team and you protected them from picking up this quarterback and then they'll come in and be like, Oh, I can't get a quarterback. Well, well, well you should have been paying attention. You know, that's it's again, it's you, it's not on me to manage your team. Exactly. And so I just want to say, I say all that to say, when you're talking about these waivers, these are the things you have to consider. You need to look at your opponent's rosters. You need to start looking at who they got, who, who could potentially be out, who they might need. And if you have space or you have a way to do it, you need to block them if you can. If it's a fab league, you know, and you know your guy's riding dirty with, with without a backup quarterback, if you can snag uh, whatever is available on the waiver wire to protect yourself, then go do it. Yep. Because it's, it's just win, baby. Within the scope of the rules and what's allowed, just win. Um, if you want to make your, t- your league weak, you can put it in your rules that you're not allowed to do that. Otherwise – Get out there and, and, and play Yep. because it's all about knowledge. Knowledge is power. So, having said all that, let's talk some waivers on some running backs. You always got that dog in you. Oh, yeah. All right, waivers. Uh, I want to lead off by saying if Gus Edwards happens to be on your waivers, the only reason I say that is because a guy dropped Gus in one of the leagues I'm in. But right before the week started, now he waited until Sunday morning to drop Gus Edwards, which is a smart play. If you need a roster spot, you got people on your roster you don't want other people to be able to use, you wait till Sunday morning. You don't do a roster swap. You just outright drop them because that usually puts it on a 48-hour before anyone can touch it, which means it's not till Tuesday before anyone can claim them. And that way then you go and sign whatever you needed, uh, yada, yada, yada. So he dropped Gus, and now he has an opportunity to try to get Gus back, which everybody's going to put a waiver in because – like we talked about, um, Keaton Mitchell is out for the season, so Gus now becomes available again. So there's a chance that Gus Edwards is out there. Otherwise, Justice Hill needs to be looked at. He's still only owned in 10.8% of leagues. Mainly, Justice Hill now is the, the direct handcuff to Gus Edwards and a team that loves to run the ball. And Justice Hill's volume is going to increase. I don't expect him to be dominant, amazing, or any of those things, but he's going to get volume. And in a, if you're looking for another flex or desperation play, or you're looking for a handcuff, he's somebody you need to get. Uh, Zamir White, 11.2% owned out there. He's somebody you should get, especially if you're the Jacobs owner, because it looks like if he's if Jacobs isn't playing, Zamir White's going to get the volume. Um, and and the way based off the way he played, he may get more touches now than he's been getting all season. Exactly. Um, because Jacobs is only on a one-year deal. This team is not playing for anything. <clears throat> um, so now they got to start trying to figure out what – well, I, actually, I, I, I think I'm they wrong. still have an outshot They shot are at still playoffs, in the playoff yeah. hunt. So, But they still could use Zamir, especially in like these – you know, Yeah, yeah, goal line, sure. The way he ran this last time, they, we could see some more goal yes. line runs out of him. So, um, Tajay Spears is still only owned in 42.6% of leagues. If he's on your waivers and you can get him on your roster – Get him on your fucking roster, um, and if he, especially in dynasty, I doubt he's on any dynasty waivers. But either way, he need he needs to be somebody that's got to be rostered. Derrick Henry looks slow and old, and and Spears looks young and fast. Um, and I think Tennessee's still playing for something. I may be wrong. I, I can't remember if they won this week or they. I think they lost. They did lose. They did lose against week? the Colts. When they against Colts, they played. 
See, I don't even. Yeah, I this, this Saturday games mess me up because I yeah because I'm trying to remember which days and what games. And- well, while you're looking that up, uh, Trey Sermon, you need to grab him. Zach Moss says he's hopeful to play, but if he's not, Trey Sermon got a good bit of work. Titans did lose in the last. They yeah, so the what's Texans. their record now? They played the Texans. Um, their record now. So I think they were knocked out of the playoffs. Five and nine. Yeah, they're probably out of the playoffs. So they're knocked out of the playoffs. Um, and so Spears could be getting a lot of work because again, Derrick Henry's in his last year, and he's. I doubt they're going to bring him back. Uh, Trey Sermon uh, is only owned in 1.6% of leagues. Again, he, he's just somebody to have. I, I don't expect him to go out there and be dominant, but, um, you know, he's a dart throw. He's a dart mm-hmm. throw worth making. Um, and then Chase Brown, we keep talking about him. He's Joe Mixon's direct handcuff, and and uh, he is being – he's he's – I would say viable. Yeah, like you can use him in the flex and stuff too. So. Yeah, yeah, he's 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 definitely gotten lot, used a lot more since he's come back from this last injury. Yeah, um, and he's it's he's, definitely in the past game. They like to get some screens to him. He's going to get four or five opportunities uh, in the past game every week, and he's probably going to get seven or eight touches. And he can take it to the house anywhere on the field. So he's always a good upside play uh, with a with a kind of a flimsy floor. So mm-hmm. you know, just always keep that in mind. So is there any other running backs that I didn't mention that you're, you you want to talk about? I mean. Deep, deep, deep. If you're like this playoffs, so I mean, if people are holding people, um, Michael Carter could potentially be looked at. I mean, he's an explosive back who has shown, you know, he's definitely using the pass game there with yeah. Arizona. I mean, Ty Chandler, I if mean, he's out there, you need to grab yeah, him. You definitely as well. need to grab Ty Chandler. Um, I, I don't expect him to be on a lot of waiver wires, but he is going to be the starter in Minnesota. So I'll, I'll put him in the same category with Gus. But, but yeah, Michael Carter had se- almost seven points this last week, and he's clearly the the backup back. So. Yeah. And, and that's still decent for – especially if you're the Connor owner yeah. and he goes down this next week and you need somebody for the week before you've already got Carter. I mean, I, you know, you always want handcuffs this time of year because yes. you can't predict week to week. I mean, um, you lost Keaton and Mitchell And I said that week, you so. need to keep an eye on what happens with – excuse me, Kenneth Gainwell tonight. Uh, Swift, I don't know if he's dealing with something, but uh, Gainwell's getting a little bit more work. So if he gets a, a good amount of usage, uh, Gainwell's somebody you want to be looking at too as well. Yep. All right, wide receivers. Josh Palmer needs to be rostered. He's only in, owned a 24.4% of leagues. Easton Stick loves him. He immediately came back off the IR and dominated, even in a crap game. Uh, Tyler Boyd, uh, especially if Chase is going to be missing, Tyler Boyd's about to be elevated to the number two receiver. He's only owned a 45.8% of leagues out there, so you need to uh, see if you can grab him. Demario Douglas. Wide receiver for the Patriots. The Patriots are garbage. Their offense is garbage. But Demario Douglas seems to be the focus of Zappy when he's on the field. And he is young. He's explosive. So he's somebody that can really do some cool things for you. Demarcus Robinson, I would just I would just roster him. Um, you know, I don't know if it, what his use is going to be when Tutu comes back. But Tutu is also like 105 pounds. Yeah. So he could immediately go back out. Um, Noah Brown. He's also somebody you want to try to roster, especially if you've got some of those other – if you've got Nico Collins or somebody like that. Um, because, you know, we know that uh, Tank uh, – Dell. Dell. I want to say Bigsby because my dog's name is Tank Bigsby. And there's a running back <laughs> named Tank Bigsby. But, uh, yeah, Tank Dell is out for the season. So, Noah Brown is still going to be, I think, probably the number two receiver regardless. So, he's only on a 40.7% of leagues. So, is there any other wide receivers that you want to talk about? Um, Wando Robinson for the Giants. I know their offense absolutely sucks, but this guy's getting five, six, seven targets a game. And, yep. I mean, it's still volume. He's and still he's got the volume only, even with um, Waller coming back. With this Waller week. coming back. He's, he's owned a 21% of leagues. Um, it, so, he's still kind of out there uh, quite a few places. And I, I kind of like, I low key like the matchups, even though. 
I don't think they're playing for anything, but I mean they're playing against tougher defenses, which is gonna right. They're gonna let them have some of this. You know what I mean? Like I see them starting to. They got Philly, Los Angeles, and Philly. Yeah. So like for the next yeah, two Philly weeks, Philly sucks against the pass. So. Exactly. And then the Rams are not. Yeah, they're, they're, the greatest, they're not. Yeah, yeah. But it's still they're definitely a, worthy play. It's still a you know coming close to the end of the season, and you know it'd be nice to see Wondell finally come out yeah. what we what we wanted him to be anyway. No, but. for sure. And then um, I mean that's really. I, that's really all that I really see outside of you know the other names you yeah. named. I mean, a couple tight ends you need to try to roster: Tucker Craft and Tanner Hudson. These guys are yeah. getting used a, a fair amount in their offenses. Um, the the Green the Green Bay, the Packers have <laughs> a really plus matchup their next two weeks, so they're going to be passing the ball a lot, and they're still fighting. There's still an outside shot of them making the playoffs. So, you know, you got to hope they get a win this week. So they got to push hard still. For one more week, and then Tanner Hudson—they are definitely in the playoff mix. They've won three straight. Tanner Hudson has been a pretty decent part of that, and uh, he is definitely the tight end that is being looked to by Brownie. Any other tight ends? No, there's not even really any tight ends out there. It yeah. seems like it worse the end of this year than it has been, you know, in other years. But uh, three quarterbacks—you probably, you definitely need to be looking at uh, Browning with Cincinnati. I mean, he—he's—he's he's fit into this offense and. Uh, you know, he's pretty solid with it. Garner Minshew, he's not the best, but he's going to sling it. Mm-hmm. And then Joe Flacco, he's, he, you know, Joey Flax is going to go out there and throw it around and check it down. And uh, he's, you know, he's, he's not going to get, he's not going to get you 40, but he's rarely going to get you less than 15. Yeah. So. He's, he's been, he's been pretty money the last three weeks. Like even last week I sat him, I didn't play him because I thought it was going to be a tough matchup, you know, yeah. against the Bears and everything. And he still had a, had a good week. Yeah. yeah I mean, so, even so, with three picks, by the way. He threw yeah. three picks and still had a good but week. He's feeding so. Njoku. He's checking the ball down a lot. Yep. Um, and so it's, it's it's really, you know, for a pocket passing quarterback, he's, he's going to be pretty solid for you, especially if somebody you're going to be getting off waivers. So, mm-hmm. I mean, if you're in that position to play him, you should have a pretty good rest of your roster. You just need a guy that's not going to kill you anyway. Uh, yeah, exactly. So. All right. Well, there it is. Uh, there's the, uh, the waivers. And there's the week 15 uh, recap. We'll uh, hit you back tomorrow um, with well, – not tomorrow, Wednesday, with the uh, week 16 preview, the, the second week of the playoffs. But um, if anything we say or do, guys, is helping you get to that average place in your league, then we did our job. And if you finish in that average spot in your playoffs, and we also did our job. If you're not the first one out, then, then um, you're doing good. So I uh, hope, hope you guys are having a good fancy week out there, and uh, we'll talk to you on Wednesday. Later. Holla.